Yo, what's good, guys? Rich here. Back again, KTTP Radio. Uh, we got Mr. Jester on the phone. What's good? Yo, and then today, um, we got a special guest. So, we got a new member of the KTTP fam, um, Mr. Dennis Boateng. Uh, new to LA in some way. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, but um, we're going to give him a little second to introduce himself. Uh, say hi to you guys, and then we're going to get into what we're going to talk about with the show. All right. Well, thank you for the time. My name is Dennis Bartang, as you guys know, like the soccer player. I claim him as my cousin sometimes. Actually, <laughs> both of them. Um, and I'm glad to be here to chop it up with Rich and Jester, talk some soccer sneakers and all that. Um, just to cut it short, you know, I write. I write for KTTP. And uh, it's super dope, man. Great opportunity to write about, you know, soccer sneakers all that great stuff man had my first opportunity in radio and uh also doing some freelance writing about sneakers and here i am in la dope dope so uh dennis is he's uh, a traveled journeyman as far as his origins go oh yeah yeah dang. yeah so give us a little give us a little bit about your background and uh kind of people give a little more context to okay why you are qualified to talk about soccer so here's the thing um and it's weird though because when everybody asks me where i'm from it's weird i'm like should i tell them the whole story or should i just keep it short like so i moved here from virginia but the thing is uh my parents are from ghana you know i, I claim ghana but uh i was born and uh, raised in italy for 10 years of my life so living in italy you know, soccer is everything. I, I grew up as a, a Juve fan. My dad was an AC Milan fan. I probably was an AC Milan fan when I was one or two years old. And then when I had some sense, I changed my mind. So uh, <laughs> me and my father, uh, you know, you know, just always butted heads uh, in the house. But, yeah, a big soccer fan. And then uh, moved here when I was 10 years old. Took my attention off of soccer a little bit, focused on other sports. But, man, when... You, you always find your way back to your first love. Uh, so here I am, man, uh, with, with, with uh, kicks to the pitch and uh, talking soccer again. Dope, dope, man. Yeah, so uh, Drew is also going to be back. Drew is still around, but um, we wanted to kick it off, get things rolling. Dennis is going to be a familiar voice on the show, so we wanted to get one show knocked out with him and introduce all of you guys to him so today the roundup um there's a lot of drops uh we want to talk about and get through some of these drops sobokov adidas dropped a new mashup with the sobokov and the ultra boost tooling um so we're going to talk about that in a special edition colorway breeze through the new newest edition of cristiano superflies neymar 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 he has two collaborations coming up with his name on it or with him as the face, so we'll chat about that. And then uh, Juve, yes, dropping some uh, new stuff. Dennis is gonna. This is dear, near, dear to his heart. So we're gonna talk about that. And then uh, Van Persie ending his career, and then also getting uh, gifted with a limited edition mashup kit to commemorate that. Then after that, we'll bounce some soccer because the Champions League happened. And I still don't know if we're in the correct universe uh, because these Champions League games were crazy. So we'll chat about that and then what's coming up for the finals of the Europa League and the Champions League as well. So 
Um, yeah, Jester, was there anything else? Can you think of anything else? Did I miss anything? Uh, no, that sounds pretty good. Oh, let, we definitely got to talk about Neymar, though. No, I said, about Neymar. I said Neymar. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. okay. All right, All cool. Right, good. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into it. All right, we're back in it. Ready to go. Chat, chat, chat about these things drops. So it's crazy. When we started this show, I feel like we had to like really sift for things to talk about with drops. And we we honestly ended up talking about a lot of stuff that maybe didn't deserve merit for us to talk about. But I don't know. How do you feel, Jesse? Do you feel like there's like a lot more to talk about? Like have brands just got wind of this whole soccer lifestyle thing over the past few years? You know, it's a funny funny and interesting question i think that maybe to some regard uh in some regard that they have you know they've expanded their horizon as far as like doing more for the soccer community um that is like the more leisure uh you know community the uh the fan uh you could say but uh but yeah i mean i i agree with you you don't really have to do much searching when it comes to content anymore uh because they're actually making a point to talk about it like hey guys look this is what we're doing for you uh for your off the pitch uh you know uh fashion needs yeah what do you what do you think from what i've been watching it i know you've kind of had your ear to the ground dennis about like this whole soccer lifestyle thing like how do you feel has it grown in the last few years oh yeah definitely because uh i mean if you pay attention the whole lifestyle thing has been like the main go-to for a lot of brands period but if i if you think about it um soccer players to me are like the most stylish like off the pitch right so and then they have these brands that they have contracts with her and, and everything and it's like oh well if you follow ronaldo and what he's wearing why not make something that is still with the brand that he's sponsored by for everybody else to buy? You know what I mean? So I, I think, you know, they're 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 doing it to make sure they, they get that check, you know what I mean? And get more people to wear their stuff and um I will know. say this, like I feel like growing up soccer style, well growing up in the States mm-hmm. and Jester, you can probably piggyback off of this too. Like while the soccer players were stylish it wasn't necessarily a style that I wanted to rock. Mm. Like it was very Euro style. What do you think, Jester? Oh, uh, I mean, I for me it was definitely a style that I wanted to rock. I mean, um, my my history goes that I uh, my adolescence was pretty much uh, in Europe. So like, um, I was always a big fan of of that Euro style just because that's what I grew up mm-hmm. uh, being around. So I mean, I. Uh, Dang, so you wore the big style. belt buckles and the in the in the, the shirts nah, tucked in okay. and the button up shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're talking about you're talking about Euro style like that's more recent. I'm talking about soccer Euro style mm-hmm. like back in the day, like in the in the early nineties, bro. Like when you know, when it was still cool to wear a kit, you know, outside. Yeah. You know? Was it so, though? Like, Back in the day, no, I'm yeah, talking. Sure I'm, I'm not talking about the fandom. Remember, I'm talking about the actual players off the field, oh, like no, I'm what the players the wore. See, that's the thing. I'm talking about the players and what they wore oh, off the field, bro. But nobody like, was keeping track of the players like they're keeping track of them these days, yeah, you know? Now. Because because there's play, there's a lot more access to players now than there was in the past. So. Because I will say this is like Cristiano, like 
he's stylish off the field, but like he's rocking like a skin tight polo. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm not trying to dress he's like stylish. Cristiano. Exactly. He's stylish for like a someone that looks like Cristiano, which is like point zero zero one percent of the population, you know. <laughs> but I so. I will also say this, like one group that I focus on talking about this is like if you think about the UK, like all the hooligans and all that, I mean, they were rocking like dope denim with some boots, knee high okay, boots so like, and a jersey. So like the fandom like, the fandom from there, the style is, exactly. is is there. So what I what I will say is like I think recently because in the US, like and I'll say this from like growing up in the US and the soccer players from the US the famous ones lacked a lot of they, they didn't have no style like no you know you look at the ones where we grew up with like the Landon Donovans of the world and like Brian McBride and like these guys had no style off the field come on man the they, one the one player the one don't play, say Clint Dempsey bro I didn't uh, that you're, that's nah, what you're about nah. to say, bro. So, but the hit thing is, is the one player that had like true like oh shoot like he kind of like knows what he's doing you know I think he blazed grounds for actual players mm-hmm. being a representation of style was David Beckham yes and yes. like but now what it, what's interesting is is like the the uh, the players themselves are like embodying this like the style obviously the brands are like outfitting them with it but like I think it's it's stepping forward where now the player itself becomes like almost like a fashion icon. Yes. But I think that we're starting to see that all around the board, even in music. You know, you're starting to see ASAP Rocky. I mean, when's the last time he put out music? Mm. But he's all over the place as like a fashion icon, or or you know what I mean? Travis Scott dropping Jordans. So I think it's just a time that we're in, and it makes sense that soccer is kind of going that route. So with that, I'm gonna switch up the topics a little bit because I think that's a good transition into our boy Neymar. And his collaboration, or rather, he's be the face of a collaboration, um, Pata. So Pata, I think, is a dope brand. I just learned about them more, that is, uh, on a trip to Amsterdam, sat down in their office with the two brothers that started the brand and did an interview. That's coming on in the next issue, by the way. Uh, and uh, Dennis... Uh, Went ahead and helped with the writing on that one. Yes, sir. Um, but they did a collaboration with Jordan Brand. And so they're dropping the Jordan 7s. And I'm going to let you, Dennis, and Jester sound off on this. Um, I think, hmm, I'm trying to think who I want to give their I think, opinion first. I think first. I want Jester to go first. You want Jester to go first? Yeah, All right, yeah. so Jester, I'm going to let you sound off on this. So there's two things. The shoes themselves, I want us to give our opinion on. But then also... Neymar being in the front of the of the uh, kind of imagery. So Pata released the imagery of the lookbook, and Neymar is not just wearing the clothes because he was gifted them. He's actually part of the marketing plan and the actual lookbook. So Jester, go ahead and first, what do you want to talk about first, Neymar or the actual shoes themselves? You pick. I'll give you the freedom, Jester. <laughs> well, I think that they go hand in hand. I don't think you can really talk about one and the other because. Um, Neymar is a Jordan brand athlete, so um, it's it seems natural for him uh, to do a to be the face of a collection um, as it pertains to Jordan brand. Um, I find it a little interesting that he's collaborating uh, or being the face of the Pata collab because 
he really has nothing to do with the Netherlands or Amsterdam in any capacity. I mean, Neymar is, uh, you know, Brazilian who's played in Spain and now has played in France. Um, so I don't, I don't understand using Neymar for this other than he's, you know, one of the biggest names in soccer and he's a Jordan brand athlete. But then at the same time, I don't see really a connection with soccer to this collaboration either. I mean, Pat is not a, a soccer brand, but they are a very famous, you know, boutique in the Netherlands, you know, or in Amsterdam. So I find it odd to use Neymar. I don't, I don't hate it, um, but I'm okay with it. Um, it, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, I, it, and Neymar has always been a big fashion guy anyways. So it kind of doesn't really surprise me that he got tapped for this either. Cause he, you know, he kind wants to be in that same like conversation with Ronaldo, you know, as far as like being, you know, seen in the same fashion eye, because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be kind of like, like you said, like Beckham, who was the first guy that was really looked at when it came to the fashion. Well, to that, you know, outside of the soccer field. as far as like if you look at Jordan Brand athletes and Jordan Brand athletes that are in soccer, you know, the only other closer fit that I potentially maybe would have, and this is only because I just learned more about the origins of Pat and the guys that started the brand, um, maybe would have been Mbappe, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mbappe's too young, so well, he's still establishing well, himself. No, but either way, though, it doesn't mean you know, he's established himself enough as a World Cup winner, you know what I mean? I think the bigger connection is is is, is the connection, like, okay, so if you know anything about Pata, we're going to learn. You'll learn more about this, like, we're going to actually try to get the guys on the show to chat about um, their brand and the origins of it. Um, the guys behind Pata are, are two guys brothers who their ancestry is from Suriname and they're black guys and they influenced they're heavily influenced by early 90s hip-hop and kind of this kind of like black power movement and different things like that and so it's authentic to the streets especially in the Netherlands because of who started the brand mm-hmm. now is Neymar authentic to the streets and like like in that sense like I mean he's from Brazil and from the streets of Brazil and and you know what I mean so like there is like you can't take that away from him like yeah he's been a famous soccer player since he was a jit so you know um he's hasn't been in those streets for a long time but uh I think maybe a better connection a better fit would have been Mbappe, um, because he's from the streets of Paris, and so there's a relation there, and so, but then again, I don't even know, like, you know, obviously these collabs and these these they take yeah. a few years to develop. So like, yeah, but when but, they uh, were started Mbappe's developing, not a Jordan when brand they, athlete, you know, that's when that's they the start, big difference here. When they started, and maybe this is me making a case that maybe Mbappe needs to be a Jordan brand. Athlete. But but here's another thing too that that I I look at, um, and and maybe it's. Uh, you know, not the best way to look at it, but for me, when I saw this Neymar thing, I, you know, I said to Rich, I said, "Man, they're putting Neymar out there a lot," and it's like in my head, yeah, they I'm really thinking are. about what have you done for me lately? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, sorry, Neymar, but what have you done for me lately? You know what I mean? You haven't really been putting on uh, outside of you know outside of soccer. Yeah, you're doing all these collaborations, and it's cool. Like, they're really forcing Neymar's narrative like you even when you think about it he's hanging out with NBA players hip-hop artists and everything so he's like really entering the culture we don't know maybe they have a plan of what Neymar's gonna do he might just come to play in the United States for all we know 
Uh, but when it comes to this Pata collaboration thing, I, I I didn't fully understand the direction. The only thing too that I could maybe uh, correlate with with the collaboration is them all being from uh, uh, South America, um, and you know having maybe some somewhat of the same culture because in Suriname they speak um, what they speak Dutch or something like that. I don't know, but um, for me the shoe itself though is super dope. Now, oh really? You you like the shoe? Yes, I really I really oh. like the shoe. Now the colors are different, but they're dope. Now, so there's two reasons why I like the shoe. One is sentimental because the first pair of Jordans that I bought with my own money were the Bordeaux Sevens. Okay, so the 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 silo is sentimental to you. Exactly right, but the colors and also. Learning more, like, I mean, I, I knew about Pata a, a while ago, but not to the degree that I do now, having to write and do research and everything on them. And understanding where they come from, playing street soccer, um, and, and the, the, the rise to where they are now, I'm like, yo, this is monumental. Like, I think about how many people here who wear streetwear brands and always lining up for everything, but I'm like, Pata, man, this is a black-owned streetwear brand that's doing dope things, and it's like collaborating with the Jordan brand. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you there, Dennis, as far as like the monumental, you know, prestige of this collaboration. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can name uh, probably on less than your fingers how many times Jordan Braid has collaborated with a boutique. Um, yeah, they, I exactly. mean, they did. So they did the social status Jordan sixes for an all star game. Uh, they've done uh, work with Undefeated, of course. Um, a la manera in, uh, in mm -hmm. Atlanta. I mean, there, there really hasn't been that many. Obviously, Supreme. Um, but, uh, I mean, as far as collaborations go, there's not that many. So, exactly. And as far as, as far as European collaborations go, this might be the first European collaboration off the top of my head. Cool. With the well, no, brand. the Colette was uh, Oh, yeah, Frederick. the Colette one. But that was oh, Friends Colette, and Family, Colette. though. But no, that's, no, no. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I wouldn't consider that a collaboration. That yeah. was just, a, like you said, a Friends and Family kind of deal. The, those weren't actually put out for sale. So, like, I mean, it is a pretty monumental collaboration. Now, for me as far as the shoes go mm -hmm. um if i personal opinion i like the sevens too i know that rich isn't a big fan of the sevens but i mean mm -hmm. i like the sevens I, I like i like their history i like that it was the first jordan uh you know that he won the, the champion he won a championship in i'm pretty sure he won a championship in sevens uh he, he definitely won an olympic gold medal in them because mm -hmm. the yeah, sevens that's what it one was. of my favorite one of my favorite uh sevens for sure um uh it was during the Bugs Bunny era when they were doing the Looney Tunes, uh, you know, cross promotion. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I really like those, even though that, uh, you know, the Bugs Bugs Bunnies are normally synonymous with the Jordan eights, right. you know, but there was still, uh, you know, some Bugs, Bugs and uh, Marvin the Martian wearing Jordan sevens as well, you know. So I, I, I like the sevens, but for me, um, I think that if I were given a collaboration with Jordan brand, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I would have gone in this direction. Um, I mean, and me being a traditionalist, I mean, it's hard because like, what can you do that Jordan brand hasn't already done already, mm -hmm. you know, to really stand out in a collaboration. And, um, I mean, the color palette is just not my vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big into that color palette, the over branding, uh, on the soles. Um, I'm not a fan of that either. Yeah. 
Um, and I mean, I'm a Jordan traditionalist. Um, I, I like to keep it super traditional with the Jordans. And I just feel like there's too much outside of the box uh, yeah. in the directions that they took here. Um, but I also just... I also think, too, I, I, and, you know, maybe one day we'll be able to find out, like, what was the process like? What were the options that they were given? Because when you look at the, the silhouette of the shoe, it's like, how much more can you do with it? You know what I mean? Like... Uh, when you look at the design, is like where else could they put the Pata stamp on it? Like you can't. Well, you can go. It. You can go. You can go a more traditional route. I mean, you can definitely be. You know, you can go go to the. Uh, you could go to the back heel. Um, you could put it on the tongue. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to have Pata branding on it. Like Pata has done shoes before, yeah. where it didn't have you know Pata plastered on it. You know True. now. Granted, uh, the overbranding on shoes has been a big, uh, um, uh, I guess, trend, you could say, in, uh-huh. in modern uh, footwear. I mean, you see it, even Nike does, uh, you know, those that Just Do It series where they did a, an Air Max 95, Air Max uh, 1, uh, Air Max 97, an Air mm-hmm. Force 1, where it's like, just do it, just do it, just do it all over the place. Yeah, Nike yeah, yeah. Tags and things like that. Um, you have Adidas working with Undefeated, where on an Ultra Boost, where they did a big Undefeated strikeout logo uh, on the toe boxes. Um, so, I mean, like, that's just a couple examples off the top of my head. Uh, where you know over branding is like a thing and like showing you know off your 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 branding is a is a big deal like for me um it's hard to do that on a jordan it's hard to get away with that on mm-hmm. a jordan i i think supreme barely got away with it on the jordan 5 when they did it in the window oh yeah i was that wasn't for me uh, i wasn't really a big fan of that at all to be honest with you um but um but it, it was okay, like because Supreme can be known for going a little over the top on their sneaker collaborations, anyways. Um, but like, if I if I would have had it my way, I would have just ha- had that not said sup in the big window. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and but as far in, as, in turn, would you have had the PSG logo not be in the window either? I would have a hundred percent not have the PSG. See, so I think I think I, I, I think, I, think, I, think the I think I think the biggest takeaway is, is like, all right, you're not a fan of the over branding or the logos. Um, being plastered on i so so okay other than that so the logo's there um i was talking the about color the, palette i'm not a big fan you're not, of, you're not I, a fan of the brown color I, palette no, I, I hate that well brown i think brown is like the worst color for a sneaker. <laughs> like, like who's who's wearing a brown a brown so sneaker? i will so i will say this because <laughs> I, I was having this conversation with dennis the other day about even the travis scotts that just dropped um yeah. basically like having a brown pair in your in your in your uh in your rotation is like one of those like all right you can pull this out and then make try to make it work i will say that the brown i see the kind of africana uh inspiration in the clothing and And, then nostalgic and then nostalgic like throwback to to uh like maybe like mid 90s type of vibe right you know with the track jacket the you know the paneling the way it's paneled because you could you could picture Jordan rocking a, a track jacket panel in exactly. that way. Yeah. Um, I agree. I yeah. agree with you. The, so. the, the, the clothing the clothing collection definitely lends more understanding to the to the shoes. Mm-hmm. But like, well, nobody got that connection when they first released the images of the of the shoes, or when the friends and family pair uh, dropped. You know, uh, a month or so ago, people were like, it, it didn't make much sense, right? Like, people yeah. were like what's going on with these shoes but no i see your point about that but like it's ironic that you mentioned that about brown because like i have a hard time with with the shoes being brown and uh, i don't even want to talk about the travis scotts 
But um, but two of my favorite pairs of all time in my collection are you know the Oompa Loompa Nike Dunk Lows, uh, and I have a pair of Air Max One Amsterdams, uh, both which feature uh brown in them heavily. So it's like um, I but those also aren't Jordans either. So that's mm-hmm. the thing with with a Jordan. Like um, off the top of my head, I can't even recall a, a good Jordan that's brown. Um, maybe the the B I N the Mocha Jordan threes, shoes. Mocha threes, but they're but but Mocha these threes are predominantly uh, white with you know yeah, slight brown you accents. Mean. You know what I'm saying? But really, so, like, too, if you look at the 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 seven here, like this is what I think. It's pretty much the Bord- a Bordeaux seven, but like in a sepia tone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I I see that. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I think they just got so that it's nostalgic. Almost like, so it's almost like they 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 the, the whole clothing. It's almost like the the shoe is an aged Sifia photo. That's right. Almost like the shoe they took it there. And you're right. I I actually like the shoe more in context with the clothing. Like when I first mm-hmm. saw the shoe by itself, I was like, eh, I'm not really yeah. feeling that. I'm not vibing you with that. Have, you have to but get now that I up. see the vibe. Of the photo shoot and the lookbook, I'm like, all right, cool. I can see how it's a vibe. What you pair the shoe with, other than these clothes, I'm not sure. A white like, tee. yeah, a white tee and jeans, maybe. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you like, gotta keep it super yeah, simple. super breezy. So, like, I think, you know what I mean. I think the most. I think all right, cool. And the word on the street is that there's another colorway gonna drop, right? Yes. So no, is- no. Well, the colorway is there. If you if you check the pod I just posted, it's just a darker. I, I don't know if it's black, but it's either a really dark brown or it's black. But it's in the pictures that they posted today, um, where it's like a lighter midsole with red sole and like a and like the black blackish or, or yeah uh, was it on 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 their instagram today yeah the 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 latest picture uh that they posted the three the three picture set with all the clothing the shoes that they're wearing are different than the friends and family the friends and family colorway is is uh not the same colorway as the shoes that they're wearing I in the seen picture friends and family that you're talking about scroll no. go to their instagram and scroll down about about 30 posts or 25 posts. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, 12 times 3 is uh, oh, 36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same Those shoe. Are, I just think yeah. the, color, the color is it's just a photo. You think it's just a photo? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the, yeah, it's the same one. But I know they're definitely supposed to drop another colorway for sure. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe my mind's playing tricks on me, but to me, they look like two different shoes, like just one's darker than the other, because it's really dark. If you look at the yeah, the, no, 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 and I think it's also because of the play of that that they're trying to give on the other pictures, like with the whole Jordan card that comes into your uh, Jordan box type of thing. I think just the edits that they did uh, may you know um, uh, make the shoe look different. Uh, but okay. it's, it's definitely they say, the they same say shoe. early access, so I think it's the same shoe. Yeah, yeah, because they, uh, they gave early access to people in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember they yeah. had done that. But man, yeah, um, that that tracks I mean, uh, this whole get up is I'll, fire, I'll go man. With, I'll go with that, but I, I mean, they look different to me. But I mean, if that's if that's what it is, and that's what it is, it's cool. Like, I just wish, it, uh, I wish they would show us what the other color would look like then. Yeah. You know? So um, I mean, I mean, maybe you know. We got two opposing, but if anything, it's a collaboration. I think Supreme collabs on Jordans are polarizing as well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think a lot of times collabs with Jordans are polarizing. 
and so they can it can go either way because it's a Jordan. Like you kind of said, Jester, you're a, you're a traditionalist with the Jordans. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. But moving on, Pata, good looks. We'll have more on Pata. Honestly, we're gonna try to get the dudes on the show. So, yeah. but we're gonna move on to Adidas. Actually, dropped a update to their new silo that they came out with last year, the Sobakov. Um, they kind of piggybacked off of the. Uh, World Cup being in Russia, and then they used a kind of Russian origin word, like a mashup word, to create this silo. And now they've hit us with a, a Sobokov Ultra Boost Tooling um, mashup, and they kind of updated the tongue um, on it. The first colorway we see is a black colorway, but also, um, actually, not a black colorway. It's a it's a kind of cream. Colorway mm-hmm. with a really large tongue. Uh, I'm feeling these. I'm vibing with these. I don't know about you guys. Like I held them in my hand the other day uh, at Bodega, and they feel really nice. I have the black Sobokovs, um, the original colorway, yeah. um, but they kind of like revisited the sole and really focused it, and having that Ultra Boost in the heel is kind of a nice touch. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm down with any type of shoe where I'm finally learning like what type of shoes that I'm really intrigued by. Anything that has like some type of trainer-esque like look to it, feel to it, I'm down with it. But the thing about the shoe is so dangerous because it looks so dope, but it looked like it's probably dope to play indoor soccer in too. So it's like, dang, do I have to cop two? One to play in and one to keep in the I, closet. I will say this from playing with the from walking in the Sobokovs, they're they're a bit the, the sole itself mm-hmm. is a bit bulky. Like as in like um you don't feel very mobile. So mm. that's what's funny is it's like based off of a of a North Soccer shoe almost. But then you you don't feel necessarily the most mobile gesture. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the revamp with the with the boost. Um, I think it looks too much like how they did the um, the Predator Boost uh, 19 pluses with like the D Rose uh, tooling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I don't mind when they do like an updated version. Like I'm okay with the updated versions. Like um like when they did the Samba with a little bit of boost. Like I like that, you know. But like they kept it like hidden like within the tooling. Um I'm a big fan of the Kamadas. Um and I think that like uh you can update that silo with with boost without making it so obvious. Um uh, I like the Predator influence obviously cuz um you know Predator's yeah, they iconic, put the throwback so. kind of reverse three stripes that came on that uh, that predator. Um, we can kind of see a lot to there. What do you think about the oversized tongue? Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm a big fan of the oversized tongue when it comes to to soccer silos. Um, you know, um, I mean, I always take it back to to sambas, you know, and copas that have uh, you know the oversized tongue, and they always they always seem to look tight. Um, I like this. This kind of gives me a um, an Alexander Wang vibe because he mm. did that on one of his soccer inspired silos when he did his release. Um, they are a little busy. They're very '90s for me. The uppers very '90s. I just would have preferred this these on the traditional uh, Sobakov soles. Um, just because it's a much cleaner line, like the the Sobokovs are like a straight line all the way down, you know, like the original. Yeah, you get like um, a really harsh break between the gum and then the ultra boost yes, material. Yes, There's yeah, like a really harsh diagonal that's created there, and so yeah, and that it, can be kind of jarring. 
it breaks it breaks the the silhouette up uh too much for me like it really infringes like it doesn't flow well with the design of the upper you mm-hmm. know because you can still see the stripes like showing through the gum you know um so like i don't know i don't know what the you know shoe what is i didn't even notice kicks to the pitch we posted the image and the ones that are retail have black stripes but the image we posted on kicks to the pitch has white stripes did you notice that uh, I didn't, but is it possible that they're doing multiple releases? Is it, uh, or or maybe the one on Kicks to the Pitch was the sample? Maybe it is was it the sample, but I actually like it with the white stripes. Maybe that's, I like it with if the stripes, I get them, with the white stripes that's, as well. that's gonna have to be a customization that I do because like that's kind of yeah. like it makes the line not so harsh because the only line now you're not really looking at the three stripes or the lines you're looking at just the line of the soul. Right, right. and yeah. if you see. And you've seen the black pair, right? With like the like the puke green stripes. Right. Oh yeah, so there is a black mm-hmm. pair. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah, I like that yeah. pair a lot better than the white pair. Like for me, that one works a lot more for me because you can't see the stripes showing through the uh, the gray, dusty gray, uh, you know, cloudy um, uh, gum outsole. Um, and also, the boost is black, right? So it all kind of like blends together a little bit more. Uh, seamlessly for me as as far as that goes. Um, so speaking but about yeah. the colors, and you mentioned a black pair, so Consortium, Adidas Consortium is releasing a pair, a colorway to kind of pay homage to the 1982 World Cup. It has black black boost in the back, still with a gum sole, um, but we see these colors of green and orange and blue kind of um, mimicking the colors of that World Cup. What do you think about this pair? And does 1982 World Cup seem a little random to 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 pay, be paying homage to? Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand uh, why they went with this. Um, it's kind of weird, um, but I like it. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that it's it's a cool story to tell. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's definitely. Oh, I, I think I, I think so. 82 World Cup. I think it was in Spain, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was in Spain. Yeah, so that's what it is. And so the the the, the boutique that they're doing it with is uh a Span- is Sweet, a Barcelona based uh, store. Calzo, yeah, and uh, so they're in Spain. So that's why they picked the World Cup that was in Spain. And okay, uh, so that makes yeah. sense. That makes a little bit and, more sense for the and story. And also too with the branding with the what's it called Narang Naranjito. Like mm-hmm. the little orange, yeah, it was so a was, mascot. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing a little research on that. So uh, initially, like the Spaniards did not like it at all. They were like, "What the heck is this?" Right? But then, like, it just took it grew over. on them. Yeah, like yeah. it took over to the point where it's a cartoon. Like it had its own cartoon. I mean, they use it for everything, and I think to have that is super dope. Uh, along with the jersey to go go with the with the shoes, I think. That's that's the drip right there, man. Like I could, de- I would definitely rock that. So Jesse, what? you'll appreciate this. I think what's not visible on the other one upper because it's monotone is the paneling of this upper. There's a lot of sections, bro. Uh, well, the paneling is 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 interesting, but like what I find most interesting about this consortium pair that's inspired by the by that character from the '82 World Cup mm-hmm. is that. There is uh, no stitching on the front toe box of these Sobakovs compared to the release pairs. Oh, wow. If you go, b- if you go back and, and look at it, it's like heavy stitching and heavy waves. Uh, uh, it, it like gives a really different kind of vibe. Um, but um, they've they've 
simplified it um, much more on the uh, Consortium pair. And I think that that's the direction that they should have gone with the release pair because it really gives a really nice, clean toe box. I don't know if you guys are seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely It's not see as it. textured. It's yeah, not it's as textured yeah, yeah, yeah. as the release pair, for Cause sure. It's almost like that they did like somewhat of a, um, I forgot the name of that material, but um, somewhat of a fly knit type of, a prime knit, you mean? You're thinking prime knit? Adidas yeah, prime knit. Of... Yeah, prime knit on the on the toe box, as you mentioned. So they probably. I think it's just, just... I think it's just a mesh, but I mean, it's definitely less stitched uh, on the um, on the uh, consortium pair, and that's what I really like. Um, I like this is definitely one of those pairs that's like it's not going to be for anyone. This is very much on the same level as the Pata Jordans, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as, as far like as... the color play. Yeah, well, as far as like, no, I would say more on the on the. Uh, if there's going to be a very niche market for the people that are going to want these shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Yeah, because I think I think these will have definitely the nostalgia like, feel. How do you wear these yeah, shoes, yeah. How do you, you know? wear these shoes? And do then, like, you, do you think they should do? They should continue this to where they pay homage to the other World Cups and where they were. I think that would be probably dope. I think you might run a fine line. With it being then too new, too uh, common. Mm. Like, I think, and we talked about this with, like, other teams. Like, oh, should Jordan go to other teams, you know? And then it's like, uh, but don't do it too much. Yeah, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, you want to keep this, like, exclusive. I think, yeah, you probably be able to pull out some dope ones. Like, I could see a pair for, you know, commem- even more recent, commemorating the the uh, South Africa World Cup. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Like, there could there could be a dope colorway. Jester, maybe I'm giving you customization uh, ideas, uh, right, ideas now. right now. Chop up a <laughs> pair, chop up one of these pairs and see what you could do putting it back together. But um, yeah, no, I think I think there might be something here. So it's interesting for us here in the U.S. This this allowed us to like learn about this 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 world cup in spain because you know this was never on our radar like do you know what i mean well, like it also you know. happened before i was born yeah, so. yeah, yeah exactly. exactly so like but but the thing is is like it's an interesting one to go back to and go oh hey let's do this collab but yeah this is an interesting silo i think the sobacop silo just like was just an interesting drop for kind of out of nowhere for adidas um and as a new silo and this again i think they continued it you know it, it's a fresh it's a refreshing one because it's not just a oh let's take a soccer um upper and put it on a our most popular yeah they created tool, a brand new you know? they created like, brand new tooling for this but yeah. at the same token for me personally i find it incredibly interesting how none of the brands um i mean specifically nike and adidas who are doing these mashup type of you know um silos none of the brands have gotten the sophomoric silos you know correct like the the predator boost 19 plus oh uh, still not- oh yeah yeah those are still the best and the ultra boost no 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 they, no, they don't compare to the ultra boost 16 pluses the ace oh, the, the, the laceless ones hmm. the yeah, laceless ones com- yeah no they don't, they don't compare. compare yeah they, they don't, don't compare, compare. yeah then, the first and then round on, the, on yeah. the nike side when they did the super fly the, the super fly superfly super fours yeah the, the fours on the uh on the free on the free outsoles and then they did it on like um on a Talaria outsole on the Superfly Fives, they like they like ruined that. Um, you know, uh, I think that they did the Hyper Venoms on some kind of whack tooling as well. You know, um, it, it, they 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 can't seem to get the second versions correct. You know, like like I like the Sobakovs a lot, like the first version, right? And then 
Um, maybe they'll continue to do the Sobacost with that, and maybe this is just like a, a side iteration. Like, this is just one that has boost on it, you know, and they'll continue the line that, that looks like a more streamlined version. Um, like so they you, have, are you saying that they should just pretty much just keep it OG on, on yes. the... Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the deviation. Or if you're gonna make a deviation, like at least make it more, uh, more hidden. Like use, like make the tech more hidden. Like you can mm. put boost in the Sobakovs. The soles on the Sobakovs are super huge, yeah. right? All you gotta do so is. So you're make- talking about like hide the boost, like the Yeezys hide the boost. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's a perfect. That's a perfect example. Well, hide like, it. The hide, hide the boost. Use the gum, you know, textured surrounding, but yeah. put boost inside of it. So yes. yeah, yeah, and I think I think I don't know. They're trying something with the exposed boost and mix, mixing the two things. I actually think I'm looking at my Silvercars right now. Honestly, there might actually be boost inside of this gum. I think they like, they're kind of also like, taking like the Nike so, approach with the because bubble. like the 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 sole is kind of translucent and it looks like there's boost on the inside of it. So like I I think you know. I'm cool with them. I held them in my hand, and I think I'd rock with them. I think it's growing on me, this pair. Um, but it is interesting to see what they'll come with next. You know, I think Adidas does. Between this this silo and the Sobokov silo, I think Adidas definitely has a silo that they can say, they can think outside the box and do. Oh, yeah, like, and the Kamadas, do, too. Yeah, and do yeah, and the Kamadas, and do a really dope collabs mm-hmm. that are not just directly connected to soccer. Like, oh, the same colorway that you're wearing on the field, wear those with ultra well, boost on the bottom. What was you know the, what I mean? what was the so. brand? There was a brand that did a did a Kamada um, collab towards the end of the year. I think it was like a, a sportswear company like CP or something like that um, that did something really dope. Um, but I don't re- remember what it was, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so like, they, oh, and there was uh, the Kamadas that were part of the, um, the uh, Dragon Ball Z pack. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I think it's nice to see Adidas have a different silo that are not just like I said, just like kind of like just mashing up. Um, that are mashing up the the on pitch upper with the off pitch running tooling. Um, Nike actually doesn't have anything like this, so um, you know That's true. it's they it's, just use the yeah. use the the stuff and just turn it into lifestyle. Yeah, like they the just gatos. they just use the gatos and Supreme, or they yeah. just go hey. This is a special edition, which we've trashed, we ragged on it, you know, like the the epic, no, not no, the um, which the reacts, which one did they just came out that we were like, nah, it's not even worth our time talking what, about. What the seven twenties? No, the um, they they're all the they're, elements, the elements, the oh, epic the elements. elements. They came okay. out and they were like, oh, we put them in the team colors, and it's like, yeah, no, that's trash. Yeah. So um. So it's or are you talking about the yeah the epic reacts with yeah. the team colors, but but the, also the the react fifty fives. The react, the react on the 55s. yeah yeah. So you know it's interesting. Adidas has one up, I think, in this way where they're being very innovative with their silos, actually coming with something new that's that's soccer inspired. But that being the case, Adidas has the soccer heritage that they can bring. Like you said, the the yeah. stripes are are a la predator, and so they can they can go back to that. So. I think they're leaning on that, and so it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Um, moving on, so Nike, speaking of Nike, dropped another limited edition Cristiano Superfly, another one. And honestly, I'm tired of it. I'm done. I'm off of it. Like, I don't want to see any more Cristiano limited edition. I was on it for a while, and we actually have a few pairs of kicks to the pitch of the limited ones that dropped, the set one, you know, the 777 versions. Um, we have... 
I think a couple more of the limited edition Cristianos, but this one I'm just like, okay, cool. Your boot says Cristiano on it. Like yeah. I don't know. I'm not feeling them. I don't know about you guys. You guys can sound off on them. Nah, that it's a no go. It's like they they say, hey yo, that's a that's a no for me, Chief. Like that's <laughs> that's not, that's a no go. Like there's you have to draw a line, okay? Like. Well, they quite literally drew lines. <laughs> no, for I mean, real. There's, there's lines all over it. It's like, 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 I don't want no high-end, like, luxury boot. So, I mean, I've come to expect a high-end luxury because, like I said, the 777 version are white with gold bottoms. They're kind of a trophy piece yeah. sitting there. But I'm just like, how many more? This It, it reminds me of Versace or something. Like, I, I just don't, I just don't like it. Now, I personally, and Jess will tell you this, I'm not a fan of the flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a slight feeling that Jester likes these boots. I, I do, in fact, like these <laughs> boots. Oh, man. But here's, yeah. but let me, let me explain why I like these boots. First of all, the colorway is on point. Black, white, and gold, you can't go wrong there. Um, okay, I think that's, that that's not colorway. debatable. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, it's a super fire colorway, and and here's why I like them. I like them for for Ronaldo because they're so outlandish and so like in your face. Like, that's so perfect for him. Like, and this goes back to my my whole discussion or my whole argument with the Pada uh, Jordan Sevens with the branding. Cristiano is a brand. Right, even though he's sponsored by Nike, like he himself is a brand, and what better way to like express your branding than to plaster your name across a superfly? I feel like I would have liked it like a reversed way, like the whole boot being white and then the the Cristiano being black. I think I would have liked that much better than you know the whole. Um, silhouette just being black and then the white words and that's just me though i just feel like all right oh i i honestly i feel like it's evidence that they like all right we've exhausted all options and you know just what give him something just put his name on the boot like <laughs> it's just like christiano all over it like i don't know you, but you know i mean like you said it fits him for sure like i mean it fits his yeah brand, i don't like these for me humility. like i would never wear them like for me i just i can't ever see myself ever 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 wearing them however for him and for his brand i think that they suit him very well in fact maybe they fit him better than some of the other shoes that were in his uh in his series of uh like the chapter series of shoes that he had you know whatever they specifically uh, i think you know i mean i don't know if a kid was like hey i want to buy these i'm like no we're leaving the store right now you're not i'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I honestly thought that they were customs at first. Like they do look like customs. Yeah. Um. Like they're in that style of like, I could see a customizer making uh, a shoe like this for him to wear. Yeah. Um. And and like if there's any like shoe like any soccer cleat that's come out recently that's made me like be like oh I think this would be a cool custom, like this is actually one that I think would be just like because it's on trend. More than anything, not because it's something that I would want to wear or or, you know, would think that would be like super, you know, cool for other people. I don't know. Like anybody who's a Cristiano fan uh, will will definitely like these and appreciate these. Yeah, I think I mean, if I were to even say like uh, it's just I think Nagy has a, a tough time. I think just we talked about it. 
with these boots, with the Superfly, and their two key key name players right now, um, Cristiano and and Neymar. They're trying. They're trying to kind of do what they did with basketball. They're doing with the basketball athletes with soccer, yeah. but I think it's a bit more difficult. And and I think I think what they need to do is just stop trying to commemorate every milestone. Like these were for his six hundredth goal. Uh, all right, cool. So I mean, that's get, a big milestone. So, yeah, I, I but like, but he's no. What I'm saying is for these guys that have had so many milestones, like mm-hmm. let it be for a little bit. Let it. Oh, breathe. Well, you're too you're too good that you, so you can't get a milestone. Yeah, let it breathe though. Like, I mean, that's not fair. I mean, well, no, don't over don't overdo it. It's kind of like what we're saying. Like, oh, does Nike go or does Adidas go and commemorate every World Cup with a special edition collection? You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, but that but let that it but that breathe. was a collaboration with the store. That no, was but, the store's no, I know, but to, I'm just to use saying that as an inspiration. That wasn't like an Adidas call. You know, concept of collab of of commemorating, like, dude, like. Give us a little breather with it, so that when you do do it, it hits more memorable. Yeah, so it's more special. It's more special. Like, like I feel like they just came out with a, a Cristiano thing for the Ballon d'Or, and then now we're dropping another one for his six hundred. It's almost goal. like there's no room for a story to be told. Yeah, in it's between like, for people to ap- appreciate the product. Let him. I don't know. Well, like, let. Well, him, there's no story here, really. The story is being told like live, like right now in the present, right? So, like, and I think these were super limited edition too. I don't think that there were that many pairs. I think, yeah, it says that there are only 2019 pairs. So, like, the story here yeah, is like he scored that, 600 goals in 2000. 600 goals. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So, like, for me, that's the story that's being told. I think what's also interesting about these shoes which is uh something you can't uh say for neymar's most recent uh shoe is that like nobody nobody else that's like a star player can wear these shoes mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. we talked like, about that like how the previous uh uh like the ballon d'or ones like two people got them you know and they well, weren't yeah, they weren't like, exclusive any of the other yeah. any of the other cristiano shoes that have come out like they they can be worn and like the Neymar shoes. Well, no, the, the I, I put these in that, the category. Uh, Danny Alves was wearing because oh, the Neymar shoes are, was, yeah, was yeah, injured. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no, like, but I put these in the category of the Portugal ones. Remember the red ones that are super limited? They they were like the color of the Portuguese flag. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were only for Cristiano, and then also the 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 white and gold ones that had 777 on the back. Yeah. Like those are only for Cristiano. You know, like he's had his pairs that are l- quite literally only for him. You know, so I'm okay with that, and I, I'll give you that gesture. Like he said, these are Cristiano. He's the only one. Yeah. He like right. he, he. You know what I mean? Like, and Adidas is not doing this with Messi. Like Adidas. No, just they're keeps, not doing that with anybody. Adidas just yeah. keeps using Messi to launch the new silo of the nemesis, which is annoying. Like wow. it's just like it's just like. All right, great, but like, is Messi really gonna get a like a boot design? I'll say that if you're comparing Messi with Adidas and Cristiano with Nike, Nike has done a better job mm-hmm. of giving Cristiano exclusivity in the boots with the designs. They've done a, a miles above, miles above. Yeah. And if you put this one in in the list, then it just keeps adding. So there for that. All right, cool. Like because Adidas has done nothing for Messi. What Messi limp? Commemorative boot? Do you remember? Well, when's the last uh, time you seen someone really like going crazy over a messy boot? Like right, like period. Yeah. Like like Adidas is slacking on that, in my opinion. 
If, the, if well, they tried to they tried to do a, a messy silo and it just didn't sell. That's why they went. Back oh, they, to yeah, but notice they haven't done a Cristiano silo. They've just no, exactly. Designed. But I'm saying like That's like saying. Adidas, Adidas tried to go out out of out of the silo the the uh, the you know player exclusive design like out of that lane and they tried to give us. A, I don't think but they'll that was ever a fail. Give, I think they just yeah, need exactly. to like give I don't us. Think a, they'll give a Ronaldo like, a I want to see. I want to see. You know? I wanna see what a messy limited edition 600 gold nemesis looks like do you know right. what i mean like they've never done that and so it's well they have they have but like they've kept it super super limited yeah but it's not it's not marketed like this so i think in that ends nike wins but as far as the design goes i i, I, I it's hit or miss for me yeah, that's um, not it. but yeah um, i like i said i don't like these for me i like them for him i like them for the occasion I would never buy them, but if you're a boot collector, like it's like one that you have to have for your collection, you know. I think um, so. Like if, if somebody's to say, "Oh, I have all the Cristiano commemorative boots," yeah, you have to get this one to keep going. Like it's just, and then if you put them all on the wall, it's gonna be a lot of gold, <laughs> and, and, and and it's gonna be very colorways from white to to the Portuguese flag to to black. Now, you know, I think, you know. There's gonna be a huge collection of, of these commemorative Cristiano boots that um in this kind of a Mercurial Superfly line, you know, that, that they've they've kind of given him. So um so yeah, Cristiano another boot. I think he has some more records to break, so we'll see. We'll probably get another one coming soon. Um but uh I wanna talk about Juve and these jerseys. Um, Let's talk about it. We got it. a lot of drops. We prefaced you guys that we had a lot of drops. Um, so the show is definitely heavy with drops. And so we're just going to take a quick break. And then we're going to get into this uh, fact that Juve has lost its stripes. And see what uh, the man from Italy thinks about that. So quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're back. We're going to chat a little bit about this uh, Juve thing. Um, Juve has lost their stripes. It's like the zebra that lost their stripes. Is a zebra black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Is a Juve kit black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Is a Juve kit a Juve kit without stripes? Is a Juve kit without stripes? Well, Adidas decided to say it is still a Juve kit, apparently, because the newest uh, home kit just released uh, has no stripes. It is a split jersey with homage to the first color that they ever wore, a pink. Um, bold move. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Bold yeah. move. Bold but necessary. I will let the Italian native chime so, off on this. So so here's <laughs> the thing. Um, as... as Jester was saying earlier, um, before we started the show, he mentioned about Juve's first jersey actually being pink, right? And then seeing what they did now, I'm like, it's not that it doesn't have stripes. It's just that there are huge stripes. Yep, oh, so we're zoomed in on yeah, Photoshop. Yeah, we're zoomed, <laughs> zoomed in. That's all it is. I mean, but really, if you think about it, I look at it as being uh, almost paying homage to the history of the jersey like because you have a black side white side then you have the pink stripe in the middle and bringing all of that together that's how i look at it so it's basically saying that a uve jersey is both black with white stripes yes. and black 
and white with black stripes. Exactly. If we want to go there. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it was necessary. But think about, too, like just reading the articles, the timing of it happening when everybody's talking about the, the palace collab happening and then they release this to just kind of probably dead that talk. You know what I mean? Do you think so? Or Because uh, I knowing the brands, I feel like Adidas, I mean, they, they knew they were going to drop this jersey two, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, but you know, but but because for retail purposes, like retailers go to these conventions and they see jerseys two years out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think they had the plan for this already. I think the Palestine, honestly, and we can jump into that topic in a second. You know about Palestine. Yeah, please, yeah. please, because I don't want to not talk about yeah, this jersey. But but yeah. I think I think this jersey though, I think they were planning it. What's interesting is is that now I think more than ever. They have the faces that can really. We were talking about like the style. Yeah. They have the Cristianos. They have the Dabala. Honestly, I feel like the Bala and I might be. Hey, don't. This might be polarizing, but I'm gonna say Dabala is more stylish than Cristiano. In a sense of in a sense of lifestyle goes. Like I ro- I rock with the, I rock with Dabala style more than Cristiano. Like I'm I'm rocking with the like kind of more rugged like the the, the, yeah. the black tattoo on your arm like for me yeah. the Bala's look I resonate more to than Cause, Cristiano's cause Cristiano look. Cristiano is more of that hey wealthy, he's a European you know, you know he, um, in his speedo exactly. you know what show I mean? me your junk like I and I don't <laughs> yeah he's more of a hey man I'm wearing a Tom Ford whatever suit driving a Bugatti while Dybala is more like hey I'm still young I'm rocking sneakers Uh, I'm rocking these dope tattoos and I'm wearing whatever shirt you know what I'm saying so like you said rough around the edges but you're right they do have the faces multiple faces to drop this jersey because I mean they couldn't have done this because in the past yeah that's what I'm saying in the past who I mean they had Pogba they did did have Pogba so they had Pogba but I think that was yeah, but they like, have history though too. They have history and tradition. So oh, like, yeah, no, no, reg- regardless I, but, of who they have on the team, like no, 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 no but history and tradition sold. though, because I would beg, I would beg to say, and I need to do my research that the traditionalists might are probably up in arms about this kit. Yeah, yeah, they really, really, yeah, really so that's the it. thing. This kit wasn't about tradition. This kit was oh, about no, the here sure. and now. Yeah, this and is an like, evolutionary kit. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like they have the here and now faces that can really rep this kit. Properly. That's right. You know, and so like even with the pink stripe, like that little accent, that's a modern design touch. It truly is. Than a traditional design touch. And so like I think it's good timing for them. When I saw it, and now I'm seeing. I think they did they wear it in the game already. I think they wore it in the match already, right? I don't know. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. No, I don't think so either. Are, so all these images just photoshopped? Like Cristiano posted a picture and he's heading the ball in the jersey. What? It might be photo. It might be Photoshop. Yeah, but I'm because not literally, on that. this was just dropped like, like yesterday. Yeah, like a, yeah. I think they might have played in it though. Let I, I, hold on, because I you think might be I, right. I think they might have played because it's already it. available for sale. Yeah, so. I think they might have played a match in it already. Um, mm. It wouldn't surprise me. They usually end up playing uh, the last couple of matches or the last in match the new kit. with a new kit. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. seems to be like the new trend yeah. with uh, with releasing jerseys. And then you have all summer to pick it up and to prepare for the next for season. Sure. When they drop. Let me see. I mean, it still might be Photoshop, though. It um, looks photoshopped to you? Are you on, on Cristiano's IG? Yeah, I just can't tell. Because, you know, the Photoshops, they do a pretty damn good job. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, but either way, so as a UA fan, 
Dennis. Yes. You with it? I'm with it all the way. You with it? Okay. I've been with it since they dropped the pink uh, kit that Drake was rocking hard and made it just pop, man. I'm I'm, I'm with all of that. Yeah, they played in it. They played in it the other day. Yeah, I'm I'm with it, man. Seen it. A hundred percent. Jester. What do you are you with it, Jester? Bro, I am a huge fan of this jersey. I think it is super, super, super fire. Now, um, I guess if I had to pick a team in the Serie A, I would pick uh, Juventus to support. Um, Bal- Balotelli played for Juventus at one point, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and and Balotelli is one of my favorite players. So yeah, um, they wore it. They wore it a couple days ago. Mm, so yeah, so um, in game, they played. They played against Roma. Firstly, it's a vast improvement over last uh, year's H jerseys, you know. With the okay, so, so here's the thing. Made it's out seeming of the like stripes. they took a progression away because last year's, they were dwindling. We could probably, it was like a little teaser because they dwindled the stripes last year. Yeah, it went and, from three and, to two, there right? Was, there was like just two stripes. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, now now it's just like half and half. But... um. The other, uh, yeah, exactly. So like, you went from the three stripes last uh, last season, which I hated because with the with the Jeep sponsorship, it really made the the jersey look like an H uh, mm, rather than yeah. than stripes. Um, and so obviously, I like that there's no like black box for uh, the Jeep the sponsorship Jeep song, on this yeah. jersey um, because it would really take away from the from the from the uh, the neon um, pink accent. Um, and um, I like that the. The jersey almost looks like a like the PSG jersey from two seasons ago, uh, that had the little red striping uh, down the uh, down the center. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. So I like that. And I really, really like that the Adidas branding stripes on the shoulders. On the on the black side, it's a they're white stripes, and on the white stri- side, they're black stripes. So um, I like the contrast in that. But I, there's I, I, if you look, I'm looking at a picture closer. There's black on the shoulder on the white side. Yeah, the 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 reverse stripes, aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, that's the question. It's, no, and it's, it, it looks like it's reverse the zebra stripes question. To me. It's the zebra question because there's uh, three there's three black stripes and there's three white stripes. Right. I think that it's just re- it's reverse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's actually reverse, no no. It's there's reverse more branding. black. There's more black than white. I don't know. No, yeah. I, I believe it's white because it goes all into the white uh, sleeve and then of the black. sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What's the back of the jersey look like though? That's the that ba- would solve the, the question. It's black. It's it's a it's a black box for the number for UEFA rules. Um, I don't know. Uh, what so the what whole the, uh, back oh, wow. of the jersey is black? Oh uh, no, it's only where the number the number so, set would go. So check this out. Fulham, a uh, football club, threw a shot at Juventus. Oh yeah, they definitely took a shot in our shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because Fulham, Fulham did nearly the same type of jersey. Um, so yeah, so the back of the jersey is um, is odd because of UEFA regulations. Is it solid black? No, no, no. It it has it has the split black and white with the mm. pink stripe, but there's just a big black box in the back just for the number for kids. The number. So, so it looks bad. In my opinion, it looks bad. Um, but I mean, you can't get around that just because of all of the regulations. So like, they had to do that. I'm, looking, uh, I'm on I'm on pro I'm on ProDirect's website. Um, oh, gotcha, gotcha. If if you look at the if you look at their um the product shots, they're showing the back of it. Also, if you look at the on uh, Ronaldo's uh, Instagram, it shows the 
uh, the the latest picture he posted, you could see the black box with the sponsorship at the bottom with his name and number on the jersey as well. Um, but yes, yeah, so so I'm a fan of this jersey. It's very modern. Um, I like I like that it's modern. Um, I'm not. I, I know that uh, that Juventus goes by you know the zebras because of the you know they've traditionally been black and, and white stripes. Um, I, I'm I'm very big fan of the of the color accent the the neon pink. Um, the only thing is you know I just wish that this jersey was had the traditional uh, you know Juventus crest on it. I'm I'm still not a fan of the of the new branding direction Agreed. that they've I taken. I don't like the, I don't like the JW um, thing. The what? The Juve logo. I love the it. New one. I love it. Oh no. I love it's it. too I, generic. I it. Do you like do you like do you like the US soccer uh logo as well, Dennis? Oh yes, actually I do. It, it, it oh, looks... we can't we can't be friends, bro. We can't be friends. <laughs> it, it, we cannot no, be friends it's, if it's, you like that logo. It's dope, man. Oh. It's too generic. It's too generic. Oh no, it's not traditional like soccer. But I I do I do think that they kind of did jip off like um like a basketballish type of feel, like something that I would see branded for Kobe or something. I don't know, but. It, the it Juve logo to me feels like it was the graphic designer's like seventh option. Like that's Jeez, the way it is, man. and like the client picked the worst option. Jeez. That's that's what I feel like. Like no, I don't. I, I don't I, mind I, the logo on. I don't mind the logo itself, but it doesn't resonate with a soccer club. It's not. I, I don't mean, even it, care about resonating with a soccer club because then that then that begs the question too. Like, what is a soccer club logo? And then I guess if you want to be traditional, then I mean, because yes. then everybody so would have I a want to be traditional. I, yeah, yeah. I, and I give them that they broke out the box of a traditional logo, uh, soccer logo. So like for that, it's progressive. But for me, I just I feel like it's too tall. That's just so dimensions wise, like proportions. I feel like the logo is too tall. Like that. Oh, it me. is. It I is too tall. Like, it feels stretched. Yeah, so that, it is stretched. That feels like that's what bothers me. But hey. Juve, so Juve has lost his stripes. There's a funny picture that we found. Um, we'll probably show it when we promote the show. With the promo, um, yeah, probably. The promo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. But uh, I sure the traditionalists, just the same traditionalists that were up in arms with the logo switch, are probably up in arms with no stripes. Um, then that leaves us so real quickly. There's rumors that UK juggernaut skate brand Palace potentially might be doing a collaboration with Juve. I think if that happens, fire, fire, fire. Mm. Uh, I'm with it. Um, there's been photoshops of the Palace logo across the front of the jerseys. You know, just different things like that. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a, as integrated on the pitch collaboration like PSG Jordan. But if it is, I'm with it even more, too. Yeah. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, Go ahead, Dennis. So, so the way that Palace does, I do. I, I feel like they do a lot of like nostalgic, dope, like paying homage type of pieces, right? So, if they did it, I man, it would be dope for me. I mean, look at what PSG's been able to do, uh, and them like kind of diving into streetwear uh, branding and all that. I, I think this would be dope for Juventus to do, and also just kind of broadening the the the. Um, I guess streetwear culture in Italy, like you know what I mean. Just I, I think they would be super dope, and it would it would give it 
the way I picture it in my head, it would give it like that nostalgic old Juventus like jersey. I like the fact feel. the boldness of Palace not picking a Premier League team to do it. Yeah. Uh, because but just do you think that that's Palace's call though? Let's be honest. Well, what Adidas Premier League? Te- I think it might be the Premier League teams are too stiff. Honestly, mm. like, look, is Manchester United going to do a dope collab? No. no. You know, chance. if you just run down the list of Adidas Premier League teams, is Arsenal going to do a Palace collab? Probably not. Because they're too I think stiff. Arsenal would be a good fit. Though, it would be a good they- fit, but I I don't think the teams are too stiff. So I think you. But, UA- but I feel like about I feel. The same way about Italian, um, you know, leagues Club. as clubs as well, but but in recent years, from the logo change yes, to these there, type there of things, we've seen up. Juve is opening up. So yeah. I think it, it's a good look. We have yet to see what's going to come from it. Obviously, the Photoshop of the Palace logo with the Juventus words inside of the Palace logo is also it's pretty sick. sparking a lot of uh, sharing on social media and stuff because it's pretty sick. You can just put that on on a on a shirt on a on a bag, and then that's a dope. Um, mashup so it'll be kind of something to that level of mashing up the logos like we saw with PSG mm-hmm. mashing up their logo with the Jordan logo um, replacing Jordan with Paris so I think you know I'm with it Jester what do you think are you with it or well I I think that I think it's very interesting. Uh, I'm still very skeptical. I think people jumped the gun because Palace re- released a jersey, uh, a, you know, a soccer-inspired top um, that looks like a Juve jersey, mm-hmm. and yeah, every, everybody everybody uh, jumped to conclusions saying, "Oh, well, this means that Palace is going to collaborate with Juve now," and da 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 whatever, whatever. Um, so, like, I'm still skeptical, but, like, if you put the pieces, puzzle pieces together, you know, uh, Palace works uh, pretty much exclusively on their footwear collaborations uh, with Adidas. You know, uh, Juve is the biggest uh, or arguably one of the biggest um, teams that, that Adidas uh, has under contract. Um, so I can I can see the puzzle pieces working, like, or, you know, getting put together to make this happen. Um I don't see it as an on-field collaboration. I see it more like how PSG collaborated with Bape, yeah. uh, and did a like a, a streetwear lifestyle collection. Um, I think that that's what we'll see. If uh, that's, uh, I think that that's what we'll see. If they do end up doing a on-field collaboration, I will. It will be monumental. It'll definitely be you know uh, something that. Uh, we've never thought would ever happen as far as like the crossover. I don't think you can compare the PSG and Jordan brand collaboration to this because Jordan brand is not a lifestyle company. It's a sportswear company. Mm-hmm. So like it, it makes sense for Jordan uh, to be the sponsor of a soccer team, just like Jordan is the sponsor of football teams and American football teams and, you know, other basketball teams and uh, baseball sponsors and stuff like that. So like, Jordan brand itself is not a is not necessarily a lifestyle company. Yeah, it's not, but it's appreciated by street. You know, like the I mean, the collaboration <laughs> they did, it was heavily appreciated by, you know, streetwear aficionados and high. Right, right. Well, that's because Jordan itself lends itself to both uh, to both uh, streetwear and exactly. and uh, sportswear, whereas Palace is strictly strictly uh you know streetwear it has nothing to do with sportswear so that's why i find it kind of odd i would find it kind of odd to see like an on an actual on-field collaboration with palace i see it 
I see it more being a lifestyle release. Um, but like I said, if it does happen, if they do wear a Palace jersey on on pitch, I think that that would be insane. That would be bananas, um, man. Um, I don't. I like I said, I, I don't see it happening. And, and uh, it would be weird, like of all people, if it's Palace that's the first one to do it because you know that uh, Puma has had several collaborations with with uh, a bathing ape with Bape um, on soccer stuff. You know, and and that didn't get war on the field. I know that uh, Supreme would be really pissed as as Palace is their number one competitor in streetwear. So the, if if Palace did something before Supreme, uh, that that would definitely be. This is the thing. Hey, you know, great Supreme. You had your chances. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, I think that they've definitely had opportunities. Yeah, I think they probably just know? passed it up because they they've thought less of the sport. But obviously, Palace being UK based, you know they they understand the connection to the sport. So like, um, just like Pata does, Pata understands the connection to the sport. You know, so I think right. it's it's dope to see this connection and potentially Juve stepping into this streetwear realm. Like, if you were gonna think of a classy brand that could parallel PSG to oh, can we do some streetwear stuff and stuff that lives off the pitch? I'm cool with U of A being that brand. Like I'm oh, yeah. okay and, with and it. You know, like if if, if they want to do that, if they if they want Palace to be the UVA UVA's Palace's is UVA's like off the field streetwear lifestyle brand or one of the collaborations. Yeah, that's cool. Like I can totally see that happening. Can I see this stuff actually being worn on the pitch or they're well, making Well, you know, Palace is not stuff? a I don't. Palace is not a manufacturer. So it would actually have to be well, uh, they do. They, it, they manufacture their own stuff. But yeah, but they're not going to replace Adidas. So that's the thing. Yeah, Jordan, exactly. Jordan and Nike are Adidas Jordan stuff. and Nike exactly. are in in bed with each other. So that's it's right. like that's why that could happen, athletic exactly. wise and tech wise. Um, so this would this would quite literally just be a different Adidas silo, but what Palace is a kit sponsor. Mm. That's where. Well, see, that's not that's switch. definitely not going to happen. I can guarantee you because Jeep has paid too to much money. Yeah, Jeep pays way too much money to say, "Oh yeah, for one jersey, we're gonna yeah, give we're it gonna to Palace." You, yeah, yeah. That, that there's would be no tough. way yeah. in hell that that's gonna happen. There's no, you know, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, so dope collab, Palace, um, Juve, Juve in the talks of just fashion and everything like that. I mean, it makes sense for the Italian clubs being a talk of fashion. Obviously, Milan, you know, Italy is a hub for fashion. So, mm. um, I think Off White's based out of Italy too, huh? Yes, their offices are in Milan. Yeah, even though Jester and I have our opinions of Off White. But uh, Dennis, you like Dennis? Yeah. You like Off White too? Uh, no. Uh, I I mean, okay, I, I I support Virgil because you know he's another Ghanaian dude from you know what I'm saying just doing his thing. Um, but, uh, I do hear a lot about him stealing designs okay. and different stuff. All right, so. cool. So you're, 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 you've, you've heard, you've heard, uh, you know, everything you, you're following the, the path of, oh uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, of, uh, like, yeah, no, I pre, yeah, no, we all, I think we all can, are on that same wave of like, oh yeah, it's super cool that, that Virgil is doing this. We just don't like, you know, what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Don't steal from the starving artist. Right. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, we can be friends again. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, moving on. Well, speaking of designing stuff, let's talk about this uh, redesign of the Serie A logo that everybody seems to be in uproar about. All right. Cool. cool. So one more thing in Italy. I mean, I'm in uproar because I just saw it. Like, 
Dude, this just reminds me of when I put in my VHS cassette tape, VHS tape <laughs> to watch a movie, and then the logo like flies out at you because with the 3D effect. Yes. It also reminds me of the that, first. Bro? It reminds me of the first 3D effect I ever learned on Photoshop. Like, how do I bevel and emboss a a yep. to pop it's out perfect. of me on the screen? So, so you're That's saying, what this logo reminds me. So you're me. saying they made the logo in word art? Dude, no, they made it in Photoshop too. Like oh, that's man. what they did. Like this is the first this is the first YouTube video that I watched in 2003 to learn how to use Photoshop to bevel and emboss a logo. So like, so I read the funniest <laughs> comment on this logo. It says they can't decide between traffic signs and superheroes. Bro, it, oh. it, it, it is it is Avengers but like from like the 1985 comic, like yeah, dude, man. like that's what this logo is. But it's bro, such... uh, bro, do, bro. Are you try, do, do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, yes. Did you not, did yes. You not like? Did exactly. You not like e. That effect. Wait, wait, that but, effect okay, is, but like, is why what are you this hating logo so is. Bad? Okay, because but what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that effect of having that retro vibe. It's like what you said. It's like what you said about. You just said this about something. It works for this, but it doesn't work for that. Like, with Cristiano, with Cristiano, but it, it looks good. Cristiano? Have you guys seen the picture of the trophy that they put the logo? Yes, on? it's so fire! Oh it, my that god, that looks dope. It's you know, and they're going to give that out to the no. best goalie you know what, defender. You know what? This also reminds me player. of a little bit. It's like an Illuminati logo. Oh my god! Like that's what I, this I, is. I, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> that, <laughs> like this is an Illuminati logo. Like look, seen on the trophy. Seen on the trophy. This is like this is like a logo that Scientology would design. Nah, like, man. That's the, what this is. That's the trophy, what this logo is. The trophy's pretty cold, man. <laughs> The trophy's uh, the trophy, pretty cold. The trophy is dope. This is a significant improvement yes. from the previous iterations, see, in my opinion. Oh, you, the previous iteration is like a tornado. It like yeah. it's like a, it's like a ball that looks like a tornado. That it's just not appealing. You it's know, not. it's in the colors of the Italian flag. You know, for me, you know what this looks like? This looks like a car logo. You know, like I could see a car this, logo this, or like yeah. something that you would see at a bus stop. What's this one? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the A. What's this? No, this is the old one. This is the old one? Yeah, this is the old one. Somebody said it, the A looked like something that should be on a coffee, uh, on a like lower tier coffee packet like, <laughs> at, a, at a hotel or something. Bro. Listen, I, listen it, it took minimal effort to design this, but sometimes oh, yeah. simplicity is best. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm okay with the simplicity, Trust simplistic me. nature I, I, of this I, logo. I, I promise you, they probably hired like a... 60 year old graphic designer or something nah, like that dude they paid just, they hired like a 25 year old graphic designer who got like uh, 300,000 instagram followers geez, and man. then and they paid him a guap load of money to design this but either way minimal man so. i don't know uh, I, it's all right to me it's okay to me man because when i saw that trophy it it made sense i was like man this is fire because look at look at the Look at the, the the progression, you know, of the logo from the this one, 1997 to 2010, uh, 2009, 2000, 2010, 2016. It's we're on footy headlines, by the way, just so you can check it out. You can see the progression of the serial logos. Um, the the this one isn't bad. Jess, are you still there? Oh yeah, I'm still here. My bad. Yeah. yeah, they have it. They have it up on Soccer Bible as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, again. Okay. Do you see what I'm talking again, about? How, like, okay. Okay. How, how busy all the yeah, old yeah. logos are. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They the went the one. way of the UV logo where they broke it out of the shield. 
okay and then the a lives by itself and then the subtlety of the three the three uh colors for the italian yes flag i underneath. really like that oh man where does the blue comes from the blue that was always at the bottom right no like, they always yeah no the blue is from what they wear that's their yeah jersey. they they always it, the italian team wears always wears the blue. national team yeah, the national team. That's what I think, anyways. I mean, maybe Dennis can. Uh, Avengers yeah, Assemble. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right on Avengers it. Assemble and Stranger Things. Oh there my god, yeah, that's what it is. All right, cool. I mean, I guess it has to grow on me. I, I haven't seen it placed on the sleeve of a jersey, so I guess we have to see what that looks like. Uh, did you see the uh, trophy? Did, did yeah, I Dennis... saw the trophy again. The trophy is what made me think of Illuminati. So you know, <laughs> it's cold to uh, me, man. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a pretty fire trophy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Design things. Oh, but here's the thing, though. Does this start a trend of leagues updating their crests? Because I vibe with the PL, the new PL crest. Like I vibe with it. It's modern. Like you know, they they simplified it. Like I'm cool with that update. Like that update. And then rocks, the, the, MLS, the MLS crest update. The MLS was crest a couple update. Years ago. Yeah, it's simplified. It's modern. I'm I vibe with that. I vibe with that update. So this one. I don't know. I almost would have rather the A be flat, but hey, like yeah. without without a three D yeah, effect, like three D effect, yeah. just take a, take away yeah. the the zooming in. Yeah. I could I it. could uh, I could yeah I could go with that too. I could I, definitely I could, go with that. I could live with it. I could live yeah. with that as well too. I don't mind the three D you know shooting out from space right into you like a Star Wars movie. You know, like so I, I like that. So it could be for thing. animation purposes too. Yeah, and then when you just have the Dolby 5.0 sound. Siri, ah. Yeah, why not, bro? You might might actually get more people to watch it. Digital Cinemax picture. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I feel like I'm in an IMAX movie with this logo. But, so, (laughs) that being said, what teams... Mm -hmm. Need to update their logo in your guys' opinion. Just fire one off in your head, real quick. Just, just what teams oh, from around the world need to update their logo? Their Roma, crest. Roma needs. You to. feel like Roma needs to update? Yeah, their crest. Roma needs to update the, their crest. Ix, it's, it's I need Ix needs. To You're not vibing with the Ix crest. No. Do you no, feel like I, it's too elementary? Yeah. Yeah. Got you. See, look at that. We on the same creative page, minds. I didn't even have to. I think the Ice Crest could use an update for sure. I hadn't seen it in a while since they've been in the talk of playing well. And then I looked at it and I was like, damn, that's your crest still? Like, that's kind of... Yeah. I think Arsenal could have an updated crest. Mm. Uh, that's controversial coming from you. You don't You don't agree? Um, I think that it would be a hard sell. It would be a hard sell for sure. For an Arsenal... Uh, logo change because of its, you know how iconic it is. Yeah, our, 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 I'm good with uh, Arsenal. Aston Villa definitely needs a change. That one's trash, yo. What's wrong with Aston Villa's? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's like the England one. It's, it's pretty much the England logo. Yeah, it's it's, it's too it's too mi- mi- medieval for me, man. Oh, uh, well, that's England. I that's know, England. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just super... You know who needs it updated? Who from England? Manchester United. They need a crest change. Oof. They need a crest wow. change. But see, wow. But see, here's the thing. I like the Chelsea I, one. The Chelsea one's old, but the, 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 the ring around it and everything, and I think the colors just make it dope. The, the Aston Villa one is just super plain, and it's just, nah. 
Uh, I like Chelsea's logo too. I like the round aspect of it. I mean, Aston Villa. I mean, a lot of clubs use you know the line in their yeah. in their logo, especially in, England, in, you know? in, in in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, in the sure. Premiership. You Newcastle, know? So, like, Newcastle's logo could be updated. Yeah, potentially. I, it's I don't too mind Newcastle. The Maybe reason why I say a, Manchester Newcastle should do an end. Like, I ride. You know who's logo I vibe with like a lot. You know who's logo I like with, vibe with a lot. Uh, Dennis just scrolled by it. Oh, Nottingham. Yeah, no, I yeah. vibe with their logo. It's pretty fresh. It's pretty fresh. Nottingham yeah. Forest logo is fire. Yeah, like I like. I, that. I rock with it. But again, that goes to the modern minimalistic feel of 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 Crest. Um, Jester, do you, have you seen the Nottingham logo? I'm pulling it up right now. Swansea, Swansea's logo is pretty fresh too. I like their logo. Um, Tottenham is pretty fresh as well. Oh, uh, not a fan. Not a fan of Nottingham. Ah, uh, nah, not. Oh, really? Fire. Yeah, no, nah, not. Me. What not does it fan. remind you of? It it it, re- it reminds me of um a, a whale blowing <laughs> air out of the ocean. Oh shoot. <laughs> Doesn't it? So you're not a fan. Are you? Are you? Are you not a fan of the monochromatic, just one color, or are you not a fan of the shapes that they use? Uh, no, I'm a fan of monochromatic. I mean, uh, I'm just not a fan of of yeah the look of it. It's it's not appealing to me. I like it. I'm I'm with it. Uh, All right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Manchester United. So you pull up a really dope site. What's the site, Dennis? Uh, it's the football footballcrestindex.com. The footballcrestindex.com. Shout, Actually, shout out to footballcrestindex.com. Go, go to this site. This is well organized. Yeah, it is. This is very well organized. Maybe we need some sponsorship by Football Crest Index site. So yeah. this was not a paid commercial, but <laughs> plug. They just came up in this conversation and has allowed us to scroll through a lot of logos fairly oh, quickly. Oh, wow. You can go. Yeah, you can Oh, go. wait, wait. Let, correct, wait, wait. The correction. It's the football the crest football, index. Oh, yeah, sorry. Index. The football crest index.com. Yeah, you can pick yeah. le- You can pick by league. Yes. And look at the logos. Yeah. Dang, I do miss the old Juventus logo. Dang. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. I do. I do. Sheesh. But hey, the old Juventus logo is so fire, man. Yeah. For me, I I think it was fire. And and you know, Rich, you were talking about um the new Juventus logo being stretched out and long. Mm-hmm. Like the old crest is like a longer oval than typical yep. crests are as I well. I just looked at it, and you're right. You're right. So that might be just the design aesthetic. So, or at least the connection to the past. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It actually might have been the same. Shape just taken away. PSG has come a long way. PSG has come a long way, a long way. I the, mean, the, bro. the the three the three rectangles with PSG next to each other. Oh man, no, those are my favorite. That's one of my favorite logos of all time. Nah, no way. Yes. No way. No yes, way. it's so nice. That's it's trash. So 90s. <laughs> oh, it's so nineties. I love it, bro. That, that's 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 a well, no go all, for me. First of all, I I I have. I, you know, obviously that was when I really started to get into soccer when I was in Europe, and you know, PSG, you know, was a big influence on my soccer stuff. So like that logo specifically, you know, <laughs> has has sentimental value um, to me. You know, yo, so, you like, know whose okay, logo but... is kind of fire, but it reminds me of a video game or whatever. Can you guys guess which one from the Premier League? That looks like a video game. Yeah, 
I have no idea, oh, bro. Toy. Reminds you of a toy or uh Bro, we got so off track on this podcast, bro. <laughs> uh is it the Bolton? About? Is it Bolton? Wolverhampton. Bro, you're making me scroll all the way down to the W's. I know, and that's that's what I'm on right now too. Oh yeah, definitely. I like that logo though. That's it reminds me of, so that reminds not me of, a football logo. That all. reminds me of, of it's Roma's not a football logo. logo at all. Yeah, that look that yeah. Doesn't Roma have something similar to that? Like that's that same kind of vibe. I thought so, anyways. Yeah, Wolverhampton. Uh, that's 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 uh, it's different, very different. Man, well, this, this site's dope. Website, so thefootballindex.com, a little gem for you guys to go check out. Uh, we are gonna keep it moving. I think that's it for drops. That's it for drops for right now, but like you know, you know how this world, world, women's World Cup is coming up. Yeah, you know, we gonna have to. Yeah, we gonna come back with another up. show. We gonna we've been coming. We're gonna be hitting you with the shows because there's a lot to talk about this summer. Yes, Arsenal. Indeed. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys. I've seen the Arsenal Adidas kits. Official oh, really? images. Oh, uh, you're Bro, the what? inside scoop. So, Yo, that's you, a hard flex right Are you going right to leak it? <laughs> <laughs> Super hard flex. <laughs> are you, are you going to leak it? <laughs> we'll leave that for another podcast, but we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about soccer on the pitch because some crazy stuff happened last week. Probably two of the craziest games that I personally have ever witnessed. Um, but yeah, we'll chat about that. Champions League, Europa League, and wrap it up. So we'll be back. And Premier League, and Champions Premier League, all Man that. City. Woo-woo. Oh yeah. There is a team that won Premier League this week. Uh thank goodness. Anyway. Some they won something. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back. Man City. <laughs> All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. You know, like we said, thanks for hanging in with us, guys. The show, um, we're going to do this more consistently, and so we won't have to cram everything to talk about into one show. But that's also a good thing. There's lots to talk about in this lifestyle soccer space, um, like we were saying earlier. So it's really cool that we can sit here and chop it up about so many different things. Even like we were talking in the break, there's so many other things we want to talk about that we can't cram into this particular show. Um, so yeah, we just have to do a show later this week. Hopefully Drew can hop on and then we'll have more opinions and more voices on there. Um, but what do we want to talk about first with soccer? Should we, should we talk about, okay, we'll go in chronological order. Let's go, we'll cha- go in chronological order. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah we'll go in chronological order. Liverpool last week, Liverpool versus Barcelona. Barcelona comes into it with a, what was their aggregate lead? Three zero. Yeah, they, they won 3-0 three three, at Camp Nou. 3-0 at Camp Nou. Messi was on all God lowercase g levels. Like, in Barcelona, it was looking like they could never lose, looking like Messi was on top of the world, and then. Then Anfield happened. And who's the guy that scored two goals? What's his name again? Um, He has, like, multiple names. It's, a, it's a young, game? it's a young cat. It's a young black, black dude that scored the goals for Liverpool, uh, two of them, uh, in in when they when they beat Barcelona. Anyways, it was crazy. They came back and they, uh, 
one on goal aggregate. What did you guys think about the match and like just the scenes at Anfield? For me, that was the biggest thing. Like I cannot imagine the energy that was filling that stadium when they pulled off this impossible uh, a comeback of goal aggregate and then just to see Messi walk off the field again dejected. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've seen a lot of reactions on, on uh, you know, social media and everything. I mean, I literally, even at work, having kids walking up to me like, Coach Dennis, did you see what happened? And it was just crazy. I mean, when one of your, one of the, your best players, you know, goes down, like, for you to step up and, and just make something like that happen is just crazy, dude. Like, to beat Barcelona is, I don't know, man. That, that was, that was like, the uh, moment of the decade for me. I'm like, what? 4-0? Messi? Walking off, head down? That was crazy. That was crazy. See, well, I mean, for me, it was more like, you know, first of all, I'm a huge uh, Liverpool hater, like I'll just preface that, you know. So um, for not? me, I was, I was devastated. <laughs> oh, well, uh, um, Gio's not. Yeah, That's yeah, one, yeah. Unfortunately, shout out to Gio. Um, but, oh, speaking uh, of Pata, um, it was a it was a Dutch guy, uh, Wijnaldum, that scored no. two goals. So well, the, um, Liverpool. Oh, you mean the Liverpool goal? Yeah, um, it was Liverpool's. Wijnaldum, um, Wijnaldum, or Rigi. No, Divac Origi, bro. Yeah, he scored two goals, but Wijnaldum scored two. Wijnaldum also scored two goals in two minutes, 54th and 56th. Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, mm-hmm. um, well, um... But, but Origi G- scored the winner and said it in Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Origi, and Origi's from Belgium. Right. Um, so, um, but anyways, yeah, uh, I'm a big Barca fan. I'm a big Liverpool hater. I was fucking devastated when I heard the result. Unfortunately, I was out at the soccer fields, so I actually couldn't watch this match. Um, because, and to be honest with you, I didn't feel like I was gonna miss anything because I thought that, you know, uh, Barca would have had uh, the game pretty much in hand to handle. All they had to do was manage uh, a three-nil aggregate lead. Mm. Um, never in my wildest dreams did I think when I got home that uh, I would be coming home to hear that they had lost. Um, so I was incredibly surprised at the result, um, but you know, props to Liverpool. Um, did you watch the re- Did you watch the highlights? Yeah, I watched the highlights. The, the, their fourth goal, fourth goal was phenomenal. Um, I mean, right out of right out of the, the schoolyard with the deception on the corner kick. Um, oh was, yeah, just like it was very <laughs> very clever, uh, very clever. Um, uh, you know, full props to them uh, within the laws of the game as well. Um, now, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, there was a second ball on the pitch. So, uh, you know, um, Barca was confused. They didn't know what was going on. But, um, but no, I think it was a very very good heads-up play for them to score their, their, that fourth goal. And, you know, like I said, props to them. Good for them. Um, I was devastated. Um, you know, I want Messi to win another Champions League. I want Messi to be the definitive best player between him and Cristiano. So, for me, it's more about that. You know, and right now Cristiano's is beating him on Champions League wins, right? He definitely mm-hmm. has more. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure without looking and major up, tournaments because Cristiano won a Europa. Ma- 
right? And made the tournament. So, like, uh, I mean, Messi is such a nice guy or just seems like such a nice guy. Like, you're always going to want to root for him, even if you're not a Barca fan. Um, so, like, for me, you know, that, that made it kind of shitty. But, you know, at least Liverpool didn't win the uh, Premier League, which we'll talk about here in a second. So, uh, so, so we had least. that crazy comeback. And then to my dismay... And my friend Poet in London put it the best way. It was the biggest L for Arsenal fans mm. in the history of L's. The fact that Tottenham comes <laughs> back. That Tottenham comes back from the dead. From the dead. From the dead. Now, I was watching this game. And I and me and from I was, uh, the live dead. This one, and the fact that they come back and beat Ajax. Oh my gosh! Rich, where were you when this game was being played? Because so I was unfortunately, both of these games, I was teaching. <laughs> um, but I had the games on my phone, and actually, the Tottenham game, I saw Lucas Moura score his third goal. And it was on like I, I just was like this is not happening. I couldn't believe it. Ninety sixth minute. That's 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 a burn, man. The ninety sixth minute. It was a clearance. It was a goal. It was um. It was a huge um. It was like big kick off of the off of uh, I think the I think it was a punt, and it bounced. And when it bounced, I said, Oh no. And it was just, I couldn't believe it. And Tottenham exploded. And I i wanted Ajax to go through. I wanted the Dutch team to go through. And Tottenham just stole the show. But I think what's crazy, too, is for, for soccer as a sport here in the U.S., for those two things to happen back-to-back days, SportsCenter had no choice but to highlight these games. That's right. And yep. so for people, there was no way to escape soccer in the sporting landscape of conversation. Like, if SportsCenter didn't cover these games, they would have been fools. Yeah. Like, there's no way that U.S. media, ESPN, could not cover what happened in these games. And if forced their hand where they had to talk about soccer in, in in back-to-back days. And I think that that was one of the biggest takeaways for me was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, soccer's going to be in the conversation yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, know? yeah. And it's not the World Cup, you know? It's, and, right, and, and, exactly. And people are starting to pay attention a bit. But yeah, man, it was crazy. Like, the, those two days were, were wild. Like, I mean, a lot of people are saying that it's the the greatest uh, Champions League of all time. What do you think about that, Dennis? I mean, you know, you know what's crazy for me. Uh, I had lost sight of soccer for a little bit, um, just being focused on football, uh, basketball, uh, baseball, and all of that. Even just working at in radio at ESPN nine fifty, we didn't talk about soccer much. But now, like to be honest, like right now. I do believe like these are the best times like for soccer, especially here in the United States. Like more people are paying attention and understanding like, hey, this is bigger than just it being played in Europe. Like this is the global game and there is excitement in games like, uh, you know, the 
you know, Ajax going down, uh, you know, in the last minutes or Barcelona, you know, you know, pretty much uh, getting an upset, uh, you know, 4-0. Like, this is the time for America to truly embrace, like, the game of soccer that the, the world loves, man. Um, so I'm always all for the development and and the exposure of this game. Like, I'm tired of people always saying that there's nothing going on in sports um, during this time of the year. Like, no, there is. You guys just aren't paying attention. So going back to what Rich said, like, it's great to me that ESPN had no choice but to cover, um, you know, these these amazing moments, man. Oh, I think for me, one of the things that I really took away from uh, these uh, two semifinal second leg games was um, uh, I read a t- tweet from somebody that said, uh, you know, you could you could write this storyline into a movie script and mm-hmm. pitch it in Hollywood and you would get laughed out of the room because it would just sound too ridiculous to be true <laughs> if it didn't really happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's and that's one of the that's one of the crazy things about like this happening is like it's so in- incredulous to you you're so it's so unbelievable of a situation like you would never in if you go back a month and you say oh barcelona is going to be up 3-0 on aggregate no. and lose 4-0 uh to liverpool and then if you go and say oh ajax is going to be up you know 1-0 on away goals at tottenham be up 3-0 on aggregate at halftime and then end up losing because because tottenham scores three away goals you know to 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 advance to the to the uh, champions league final you couldn't script a more ridiculous outcome yeah. that would that that would just make no sense so like just in the sense of drama in the sense of storytelling you know just it it just is phenomenal like you think you've seen it all and then some shit like that happens and you're just like, wow, this really and truly is the beautiful game, you know? Now, let me ask you guys this question. Do you think, like, teams like Ajax and, and, and Barcelona, do you think they just went in really, like, ready to win or thinking that it was going to be a breeze? I think I think Barcelona went in thinking it was going to be a breeze. I think Ajax went to play, and that's why they scored two goals in the first half. Yeah. So, like, I think Ajax is too young to go in thinking that it was a breeze. Those guys are like, oh, now we need to still go out, and they scored two goals. Yeah. You know, I think Barcelona though, I think they went they went in and like it was in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think I think they both did that. I think PSG did that against Man United as well, and and I think that's I I find it kind of ironic. That um that they didn't learn the lesson that PSG learned mm. against Man United, you know another Premiership team, uh right that like they will come back on you if you, you let your guard down and you know um now granted my my heart and I, I tweeted this I said uh, my heartbreak uh stings a little less for PSG uh after seeing the heartbreak that Ajax went through to lose that game mm-hmm. because it was truly a heartbreak you know those that 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 you know while Ajax has money they're not a team that's like heavily you no. know funded like like an art like a you know a, a Man City or a PSG or anybody uh, or Juventus or you know a Tottenham team right they're so more like, of a blue collar team right they were they they were they're they're young and they were hungry and that's, that's what right. got that's what got them to where they were, you know? So, you know, I was devastated for, for them because, you know, it, it took a lot of hot heart to, to get where they got, you know? And, um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a, it was a tough watch. It was, 
I mean, I, I had no dog in the fight, you know, like I'm, I'm not a Tottenham supporter and I'm not necessarily an Ajax supporter. I mean, I will support Ajax. Like if I was, if I was in, you know, um, in the Netherlands. So mm-hmm. like, so for me, like, uh, I wasn't like devastated as much as a true fan would be, but I still know heartbreak, you know, and I still resonate with the same heartbreak, you know, suffering that same heartbreak that PSG suffered. So like, um, um, I understood the pain that those fans were going through. And, you know, the upside for them is, like, that they know, you know, Barca will still have Messi and um, mm-hmm. and Ajax. Oh, hopefully that team doesn't get dismantled. Um, and now, because now that they're on the radar, now they're, they're on the world radar. No, I think they of, are. Of being they're a gonna, they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell those young cats. Man, um, I really hope that they yeah. don't. That would that yeah. would really suck if they do so that. They're gonna you know? kind of be like the Monaco a few years ago. That is, sold it, is, everybody. It, is it rare for a group of young, hardworking, you know, cats to stay in the same place? You think in soccer in, today, in, in in global in European football now, yeah, yeah, yeah because it's if, very if, rare. If, because the, the smaller clubs that like honed their talent, they need the money. They're gonna you know? need they the money the and they're money. gonna ship them out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. but the thing is, is then they influx that money back into honing the next young's talent. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. gonna be ebbs and flows. But Monaco, a team where Mbappe came from, where Kimbepe came from, where um, Hamas came from. There's so many. It's like five players they had when when Monaco won. I think they won. The, the French league. Yeah. Um, they were the last team yeah. um, since PSG. Yeah, yeah I remember. Uh, I remember. When yeah, yeah, so... But then they sold everybody. Yeah. Yep. You know, so then, look, Monaco got is about to get relegated. You know, so it's like... Well, that's what I, That's like... That makes the point. Like, is it really worth selling off the players if you're going to put yourself in such a, a dire situation to where you might, you know, not even exist in your in your league anymore, anymore you know yeah. look at how how hard monaco has fallen but they but they did i think monaco just came money. on bad times because usually like teams like ajax ajax i was surprised that it was pronounced ajax yeah oh, it's not oh, ajax uh, americans yeah, uh, yeah I no mean, no but i've heard you, europeans say ajax yeah, yeah i've heard that too i'll say both i, mean, <laughs> I heard actually the guys from, from pata said ajax yeah they did I mean, you could say, uh, well, I'm just, like the American pronunciation. You no, know, no, what I'm be, saying though is like the guys from the from Amsterdam said Ajax. That's what caught me off guard. But anyways, that's well, why yeah, I was like, like that's how oh. I've heard it all my life is I've heard it as Ajax. So I mean, if yeah. they say Ajax, Ajax, either way. So, but anyways, um, they've kind of stayed because they're a selling team too historically. A lot of players started their careers at Ajax. Yeah, a lot of yes. players start their careers at PSV Eindhoven. Yeah. You know, a lot of players start their careers at, you know, where did Cristiano start his career at? It was, um, it was uh, a, it's a Portuguese team. Um, uh, Flor- not Florentina. Um, um darn. Not I know who you're certainly. talking about. But that it'll, team, it'll, it'll, a lot of players started their careers there. The first Ronaldo started his career, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, um, at these clubs that are, that's what they do. Yeah, they they breed young talent, sell them, stay middle of the table. Might as well call it like you know? a G League. So 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 it's like is they stay, but they stay yeah, up but that, though. What's happened to Monaco? What happened you know? to Monaco yeah. is like the worst. That's, like because they got suck. they got really bad. They got like horribly bad. You know. So um, but yeah. So Champions League final. Who you guys got? I, I, I'm 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 gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Liverpool, man. 
Cool. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be going for Tottenham, even though you know, head, head says, head says Liverpool, heart says Tottenham. Um, so I, 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 I'd, I'd rather I think Tottenham. Liverpool's I can want never, more, man. I can never root for Tottenham ever in anything in life. So <laughs> uh, I feel the same way about so, Liverpool. So Liverpool, so. I have to root for them. Liverpool has to um, win. Yeah. It just has to be the case. Yeah. Like, I cannot live a life where Tottenham is Champions League champions before Arsenal. Like, that cannot oh, be the yeah. case. Like, <laughs> no. Hey, uh, like, um, Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's first team was Sporting CP. Sporting CP. Before, before Man United. Wow. Oh, Sporting. Yeah, Sporting. Just Sporting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, that's what. Sport, so sporting starts a lot of people. Yeah, out. Sporting Club yeah. de Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause and you know, you know just you know I was on the phone with my dad and just talking like soccer man and and we were talking about players that um, come from the Netherlands and and you know play for Ajax or whatever and just so many legends man oh like, yeah for sure I mean we talked about Gullit you know what I mean uh, we talked about. Um, you know, just just so many different players well, who started Ed, these. Ed, didn't Edgar David play? Yeah, Edgar David. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did too. I mean, just so many of these players who came to Serie A and just like just. Yeah, there was a there was a funnel system back in the day Man. when we were growing up where where these players came through the Dutch and then they mm-hmm. came to Serie A and they just balled out. Um, but yeah, man. So Champions League. We got two for Liverpool, one for Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, but then the then on Thursday, you got Europa League semifinals, mm-hmm. and Arsenal washes up and takes care of business of uh, of who are you even playing? Oh, Valencia, and uh, my boy Aubameyang, Black Panther himself, scores a hat trick, uh, and then Chelsea goes to penalty kicks. And makes it to the final. So now, when we look at it, it's an all-British, European, across-the-board final. First time ever. First you got time ever in the Europa happened. League, you got two British teams, Chelsea versus Arsenal, a London derby in a European uh, final, which is also like a first. And then you got Liverpool and Tottenham in the Champions League final. And you have three London-based teams in the finals of the two European competitions does this make a stake yes. that Premier League is the best yes. football league in the world? Yes, I, I would think so. I would think I, so. It has I, totally shifted. Who, who Here's my question is, I don't think it's ever shifted. I like, who didn't think, <laughs> who didn't think clearly, that the Premiership clearly was the Drew best league in the world? Clearly, Drew is not on the podcast, so he's going to listen to this and then have a lot to say. What, Drew say La Liga? Back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah he's going to say La Liga. But then I'm going to say there's only two teams in La Liga. There's always only been two teams in La Liga, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, that's fine if Drew wants to say that. And, I, and But, but uh, at the end of the day, the, the Premiership has always been the top league in the world, like without question. Nah, but if you look on the European stage, which is to big devil's advocate, I'll play Drew in the podcast today, to look on the European Traditionally, it's German and Spanish teams that are making the final of these European competitions. Okay, they're making the finals, but that on a league, on a league as a whole. I know, like, but we're just saying the question is: is gauging the well, teams the, making there, there the European final? Where... What does that mean for the leagues? Does it even have a reflection on the league? That's what my question is. Absolutely. I mean, it it, it 
definitely shows that you know the premiership is so the if best. If it does, if it does, then that means at one point in time, the premiership wasn't the best league in the world because I English teams know. because English teams couldn't break through to get to the final. But they were still competitive in the competition. There was a time like where all the Italian off. teams were. But we can't. But we can't like take it on one end and say it's a barometer for judgment, and then take it on the other end and say it's not right. What, what the how good um how good the teams the do games. in the European Championship versus in comparison to the the relevancy That's, or the, the 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 quality of the leagues that they play in. So, for example, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, uh, Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. um, Juventus. AC Milan. AC Milan. These teams are make have made the finals of these European championships year okay, in, well, year out. English teams were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, Did that mean about, that at those right times? Now, though, I know right what I'm now, saying is, point. so you said there was never a shift, but I'm being devil's advocate and no, saying, oh, yeah, yeah. I think that there has been a shift because I well, think that, at one point it wasn't the case. Well, here let me let me ask you this question: Do you think that Tottenham is one of the best teams in the Premier League? Clearly, in the way they finish in the table, but not but no. Well, they didn't. If you look well, at the way they, they finish in the table, okay, but they're not the best. They're team top in the four. Premiership. They're top four but, in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, but are they the best team in the Premier League? No, but what I'm saying is no Manchester City. But Atletico Madrid made the final of the European Championship, not being the best team in Spain. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's why I'm saying you can't use success in in European uh, competitions you, as the barometer. But that's my question. For being a, a that best was league. that was my question. My question was: Is does this give merit to Premier League being the best league? And you said yes, it does. No, I, no, I said that it does. That's not even a question because they were already considered the best league. I already considered them the best league. You know, I so, think it gives it merit. That's what I, I, I think gives it merit. Like, I think it gives it merit that these teams came out of their seasons in two different competitions and made it to the top. Like, I, I do. I think it gives it merit. And they played against teams. Look, Barcelona, they played against... Um, they played against... Um, one team was from AX, but then we played against Valencia, the Spanish team. You know, and who did uh, um, Chelsea play against? Oh, a German team. They're playing against a German team. So, you know, you're looking at these other leagues that were that were holding the reins on these European competitions for a while. I think there's something to be said. And to look at what Man City did and the season that Liverpool had and they finished second. That's crazy. That is insane. Unprecedented. Me. That that shows you that the league is the league is ridiculous. Like, you can get ninety seven points and not win your league. You can lose. You can, you can lose one game. Points. You lost yeah. one you game. Lose one you lost game. one game, and you don't win that's, the league. That's more. That's more <laughs> the, to the point. Like, not that you had ninety-seven points and you lost. That you only lost one game and you lost the league. That's more incredible to me. I think. Like, I feel bad for Liverpool fans, but at the same time, I don't because I hate Liverpool. So, like, like that's it sucks for you, but maybe win more games and don't tie as many. You yeah, know. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the draws definitely came back to haunt them. But Man, they lost to the right team, though. Man City. Yeah. Oh well, you guys are Man City fans. Well, of course you're gonna say that. Like, <laughs> but so I will say this though. Um, shouts to the leading goal scorers in the Premier League this season: trifecta.
coming from all African nations. Uh, you have my boy Abamyang scoring two goals on the last day uh, to get to 22. Um, being from Gabon, um, you got your countryman, um, Dennis mm-hmm. uh, Mane. Yo, Mane. Uh, scoring 22 goals, also scoring two goals on the last day yep. in his fight to try to surpass uh, Man City. And then uh, you got Mo Salah, who was hurt, came back on the last day, and um, Mo Salah came back on the last day, did not score a goal, or else he would have held sole position of the golden boot. But that's cool to see, like, and I think we have, like, a lot of different representation of the African continent mm. between those three guys. Yeah. Um. It's really cool to see that in a league where there's been a lot of discussion about racism and fandom, fans being racist and different things like that. And then um, Raheem Sterling had a career season. Mm-hmm. I think he had like did Sterling Sterling had like eighteen goals, Seven, seventeen, seventeen goals. goals ten you know, yeah, he was, he ten was up assists. There too. Like yeah. that's a crazy season, yeah. you know. Um, so it's really cool to see that these guys are like, listen, we're gonna let it happen on the pitch, you know regardless of what's going around. I think it's cool to see those guys, and those guys can now stand up. You got Aubameyang celebrating with the Black Panther mask, so that's, like, relevant to culture right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got um, Mo Salah being Egyptian, kind of waving the flag in a city in Liverpool where 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 it's... There's not very many different-looking people in Liverpool. <laughs> uh, it's in the north, you know, and so... Um, of, 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 of Britain, and then uh, you got Sadio Mane, you know, from what he did at the World Cup, mm-hmm. respectable. Ghana should have went through. Yep. Um, 100%. Yep. That's just dumb rule. What do you think? I know you... I think we talked about this gesture, right? You think it's dumb, too? What? They went through on a fair play. Oh, yeah, yeah, They didn't go through. Uh, horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. In the World Cup. Yeah. Her- yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, you, there's got to be a better call. I would have rather I would have rather lost on a coin flip than yeah. than on fair play. Yeah, that was that was new this year too, I believe. But I mean, that's a whole another story. So for he, a different he, podcast. he literally took the country on his back. I was there. I like saw it personally. Saw him take the country on his back in those games. You know, mm-hmm. Sadio Mane has just been like setting a tone for African players. Yeah. I think um, as a leadership role too. Mm-hmm. He's not just an he's not just fast. Yeah. You know, he's out there like student of the game. That's right. You know? That's right. Um so yeah, I don't know. That was just a little thing if you you know. No, was... I, I think I think it's beautiful, man. Um and all three of them being able to kind of share the stage on uh the, the accomplishment of being top goal scorers and everything. It just says a lot about what type of players they are as, you know, collectively, but also as individuals being from different countries and what they're able to do for their clubs. Because, I mean, when you look at the list, I look, you know, I'm like, Sergio Aguero, you know, and I'm just looking at all these players. And I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, they beat all these guys. Yeah, they, they, beat, usually... they beat the normal, the normal usual suspects. That's you know? right. And like, they beat out the Harry Kanes and the Sergio Aguero's of the world, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, Aubameyang, of course, I'm going to talk, you know, I'm biased, but, like, it's his second season, full season. It's his first full season in the league. You yeah. know, last season he came halfway through, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for him to, you know, step up from a small country like Gabon, you know, I think it's, like, I, I just think it's cool that they, they, like, put their teams. Now, Arsenal had their struggles in defense, so, it, 
you know, we didn't see, we didn't reap the benefits of all those goals that he scored. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's definitely dope, and I think it's needed. I think Raheem Sterling for me, I am so happy he had the season he had, yeah. and why? That's why I was so gutted. Oh, we didn't even talk about that in the league. Man City versus Tottenham. Right? It was Tottenham, right? Just, uh, that Raheem, well, scored, last game? Raheem scored in the last second and they took his goal back because of VAR. I don't remember that one. Uh, no, that was in uh, the Liverpool game. The one oh, that was it was really versus close. Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raheem was balling that game. And, like, I, I'm so happy that he's had a breakout season and he's been able to, like, basically silence the haters. Because, you know, them all, you know, he's gotten so much criticism, you know, like, it's a real thing. Like, people hold him to a different standard than they would hold another player, you know, and, and whether, whatever that is based out of, if that's based out of racism or whatever it is, it's just like, for him to then be a mouthpiece and stand up to it, he's also then got more criticism. And then almost like that same thing that LeBron got, which is like, just shut up and play basketball. People are like, yo, Raheem, just shut up and play football, you know, um, so I think it's good that these players um, are producing at this level, elite level, because then it will give them a platform to have a clout to, to speak up and talk. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and it's crazy uh, because it's, you know, in soccer, it's not like basketball, you know. So a lot of players are usually quiet. Uh, things happen. And you got to kind of keep your head down, keep playing for the club that you came there to play for. Because I look at guys like even Balotelli, you know, he tried to speak up, but he really got it hard in Italy. He did. Um, And they tried to use his image against him. Oh, you're not a good player. You're not coachable. You're not this. You're not that. You're past. You and your family don't get along, your birth parents and all of that, and they use that against him to pretty much silence him. Mm -hmm. But now you got other players that, I mean, this has been happening for a very long time, and you got other players now who are young, just beginning in the game, who are super talented, are going to be superstars in the game, and they're like, you know what, no, bump this. I'm going to speak now to set the tone. You know, I'm going to set the example right now so then other players who come behind me don't have to go through the same thing. This needs to be fixed. And, and then, I think it's smart. And then they're backing it up with their play on the pitch. That's right. They're being leaders on their team. That's right. They're scoring the goals because then if people want to nitpick their and, and find something there, they can't. They like, can't. Who can say anything about Sterling right now? They, you can't say anything because he performs. Because he stepped out there and he did what he needed to do on the that's pitch. Right. And the same thing goes for anybody else that's playing at that level that, yeah. that wants to like stand in that place, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's really cool to see that um, these guys took care of their business on the pitch this season. Yep. Um, and so that's that's really that's really cool to see that. But, hey, we chatted it up. Been a long podcast. Um, I think we're going to leave all the rest of the topics for the next show. We're going to get Drew on to give his rebuttal and tell us why La Liga is the best league in the world. <laughs> and um, But... We got a lot going on at Kicks to the Pitch, so remember to like this podcast, subscribe to it, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, check it out, we'll have it up there, and then share it. That's how we get more listeners and we're able to keep on doing this, um, just talking about the things that we love, sneakers, art, music, fashion, and the game of soccer. Um, also, check out the online magazine. We're on issue three right now. We are about to drop issue four in about a week. 
And yep. um, so check it out. We got a lot coming up this summer. There is teams coming to the U.S. We got Arsenal dropping an Adidas kit. Uh, <laughs> we got the Women's World Cup, Link which uh, we will definitely have coverage of and much more. So um, for myself, Jester, Dennis, and Drew, when he gets back, you guys got anything else to say? Yeah, well, real quick, uh, why do we conveniently leave out our prediction for Europa Cup final? Oh, because Arsenal's winning. So, yeah, so we can just <laughs> leave that alone. And uh, <laughs> good one, good one. on that note, uh, when we come back, we will – no, we're not going to wait that long because the final is – no, we'll have another show before the final. So, yeah, yeah, it's right before June, the last day of May. Um, but, yeah, on that note, thank you guys. We'll check you next time. Peace.